we need to say the obvious that people don't realize. The reason Ahsoka's the one to get framed is because the Emperor and his people are the most scared of Ahsoka. They don't try and frame Anakin Skywalker. They try and frame Ahsoka Tano. That's how... It's like... It's, she's like AOC, man. She's the AOC of, of the Jedi. The Republicans are so terrified of AOC. It's hilarious. And those Sithers yeah. are terrified of Ahsoka Tano. Right. This tiny and little girl like, no, no, with no, a no, big attitude. Yeah. This tiny little non-human, you know, foreigner with a big attitude. So as always, thank you for joining me. Enjoy the podcast. Kick back and relax. The force is strong and is with us always. And never forget. We have hope. Rebellions are built on hope. They have no idea we're coming. Take hold of this moment. The force is strong. Make ten men feel like a hundred. Take the next chance. And the next time. You're rebels, aren't you? Save your rebellion! Save the dream! The Bizzle! I'm called the Jesse James. Jesse, a.k.a. The Bizzle. Yo, The Bizzle, thank you. <laughs> the Bizzle? Thank you, The Bizzle. Yeah. The Bizzle. Alright, guys. Here we go. Cue it up. Episode 17, Season 5, Star Wars The Clone Wars. We're doing 17, 18, 19, and 20. I know there was a Season 6 that was like half shown, but in terms of Ahsoka, Obi-Wan, and Anakin, this is the end, and this is what's going to lead directly into the Siege of Mandalore. There's no question about it. And Simi, it should be said, without spoiling anything, Ahsoka comes back to help with the Siege of Mandalore, not only voluntarily, but without getting her Jedi status back or even wanting her Jedi status back. She comes back as a good Samaritan, essentially, to help with the fight against the galaxy, as far as we know. That says everything about her character. Are you a Jedi? Not exactly. But you have lightsabers. Well, yeah, I know. But I could travel through space (laughs) and time and, and, and keep up with Darth Vader. No, isn't that like she's going to have that exchange sometime with some little girl, you know, on some planet. And like, that's what it's going to sound like. And like, it's going to be this like sarcastic, like, it's a long story. It's a long story, girl. (laughs) All right, guys. No, (laughs) but you're not a Jedi. So, so so Simi and I did a long intro as usual, which I think I'm going to release as a separate podcast. So welcome to the the Clone Wars, actual Clone Wars episodes in which Simi, we still managed to do a 20 minute intro for this one. So really getting into it, guys. Uh, I put the time signature in the beginning. And so if you're jumping to the commentaries, then welcome. Uh, Just a real quick spiel. I'm going to count from uh, these episodes starting at zero. So put the the, the slider all the way back um, on Disney Plus. I'm actually watching it on Amazon because I already owned it on Amazon. I prefer Amazon. But it's the same thing, Disney Plus. Put the slider all the way back. I'm going to count from three, two, one. I'm going to say go. You should hit play. Simi, you're going to do a what? Five or seven count for us to make sure we're aligned? Yep. You're going to say three, two, one, go, 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 and I'm going to say one, two, And considering Simi and I are insanely amped to do this and took a break beforehand, 
I think like us cutting directly to each next episode for 17, 18, 19, 20 is going to be natural. Nevertheless, I'm going to cut it that way, even if we end up having to take a break. And so right after 17, we're going to go into 18, we're going to go into 19, we're going to 20. And then if Simi and I still like each other by the end of all this and want to talk, maybe we'll do a few minutes at the end of 20. But Simi, I just want to say that with all of the upheaval, and with all of my disappointment with Star Wars, but at the same time, people like you, you know, we need, you know, optimistic people through things, and I, I, I never stopped being excited about the Clone Wars, I can't wait to do this commentary with you, and I hope to have you on, on like a weekly or bi-weekly basis during the new Clone Wars season, just to talk about it, if we can, every couple weeks or so, um, but... This has been an absolute pleasure from the beginning. And, dude, like I said, me hypothesizing insanely Siege of Mandalore, but then us having a long talk about it in Ahsoka in our first episode. It's all been building towards this. And, like I said, when I gave... When I, I, I stayed up all night watching all eight Witcher episodes and then did a podcast on No Sleep. And I said to Sammy at the beginning of that, sometimes in this world, things that you think can be great can be great. And I think that's the case with Ahsoka and the Clone Wars, and I think you agree. And I'm just happy that you're here. And with all of the hate and horribleness in the world right now, sometimes we need things that we think and want to be great to be great. And this is one of them. Alright guys, so here comes the countdown. Ahsoka lives, Simi, and she's never gonna die. So, hopefully we'll get her in live action, we will see, but she ain't dying anytime soon. She's not dying here, but she does die a bit of a spiritual death, and this is sad. Oh, I wanted to ask you, Simi, now I'm really going to count in. I have not seen this, it's maybe been six months to a year since I saw these episodes. I, I downloaded them to my phone, I thought about rewatching them, and I decided I knew them well enough, but also wanted some surprises. Uh, when was the last time you watched these, and we'll count them in. Um, probably about two, one year ago. Okay, so it's been a while. I, I'd gone back through everything, yeah. Okay. But I, I watched a few episodes leading up to this just to get the feel for where we were in this. But you remember, uh, this you, you remember who the traitor is, right? You remember who the Judas is? Don't say it. In, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Well, All right, this guys. is actually, well, we'll get into it. Yeah, we're going to get into it. We're going to get into it. All right, Star Wars The Clone Wars, Season 5. Episode 17, Sabotage. We're going to go straight through all four. Simi will give you the seven count. I will count you in. Simi, I can't wait to do this. Here comes the countdown. Three, two, one, and go. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. All right, here we go. Sometimes even the smallest doubt can shake the greatest belief. That is one of the best quotes and one of the truest. Yep. Cato Nemoidia. Oh, the Nemoidians. Oh, man. Sammy, we're getting to it right away. Right? This is the mirror of episode three beginning, which is so glorious. Oh, man. First of all, the, oh. the, the scenery is amazing. And, like, dude, how could they if even... This... If this is a million an episode, can you imagine the new series? Oh, yeah, listen to her okay. voice. She's so mature. Oh, oh man, Simi, this looks amazing. Sorry, Rise of Skywalker, already better. Oh, man. And, oh. and, and actually, like, 
Look at this. Look at the camera work. Spinning it around. You got the Cylon ships. You got the the, the Z-95s, which are the prelude to the X-Wing. We got tracking missiles. Oh, Oh man. And I love the back and forth like it's just no big deal. No, we got this. Oh, shit. Oh, uh, no, they man. got a bunch of fucking drone bombs. Slight problem. We see this at the beginning of episode three, man. Yeah. By the way, the 40-minute opening battle of episode three is... Spectacular, no matter what you think of that movie. Yeah, no, I, I really think it's great. And actually, like, the idea, like, they're really able to do a lot more uh, with this type of scenery in the cartoon than, uh, Keep than they are, you know, I mean, the live action, this would be pretty tough. There's also a mirror of, you know, baby Anakin flying the ship for the first time. And then... Who's having a really hard time. Our thoughts and prayers to Jake Lloyd, who apparently is having a very hard time of it. Uh Uh-oh, Anakin's... He's out. Yeah. Uh Uh-oh, we better put Ahsoka in charge, Simi. (laughs) Exactly, she, like, takes the reins. Uh, Look at all those bots. Look at all those bots. (laughs) That's not good. Dude, she barely sounds like Ashley Eckstein already here. It sounds like Ovler Ahsoka. Amazing vocal performance. Thank you, Ashley Eckstein. R2-E. I love how R2-D2 is the most consistent character. And He's by the, the true way, hero. I mean, always with the main character, by the way. I'm going after Anakin. Loyal as always. Oh my god, look at her. Look at her bad fucking ass. Look at this, Simmy. Oh no! Uh, look, and this doesn't feel like a cheap, unearned super Jedi move. This feels like a live-action Jedi move. Like we could see her do this in real. Oh man, look at this crash! Look at this! Oh yes, the Leku's flowing in the wind! Woo! Wow, she's impressive. Oh, we got the Force right? music. R two D two. Oh man. Oh, oh, she cuts it out, saves her master. Archie's gonna pop out. And this is it, Timmy. This is it. This is to uh, uh, to sell, in case we didn't buy in five seasons, why he loves her and needs her and respects her and is so furious with what goes on. I think of all the brilliant writing strokes of what's about to come, Simi, and that was amazing, of all the brilliant writing strokes, have Anakin be furious about what's going on to Ahsoka and believe her from beginning to end was totally the right move for both the series and the character. Thoughts? Yeah, I I really think he also participates the same way that uh, they're, you know, sarcastic back and forth. You know, he's able to, like, be some comic relief in it. And, uh, you know, another consistent character. You know, he, you know, the the fact that him and uh, R2-D2 are the same two droids, you know. Oh, here we go. Also explain your... Look at this. Simi, they're still, I'm sorry, they're still having capital ship battles in the background while this is going on. Right, I was just, that's what I was just going to say. Explain how Darth Vader and Yoda knew each other well. You know, you can just see them interact. Like, if you're just, like, a Star Wars fan and you're just getting into it, like, who would have thought, like, that... The space porn happen? in the new Clone Wars is going to be through the roof because it's going to be three to five million an episode instead of one. I mean, look, Simi, I love Battlestar Galactica. 
You have when they go after the resurrection ship, and then you have the rescuing from New Caprica, both of which are huge capital ship battles. That's pretty much it. In this and in the prequels, but especially in this, you're getting these huge capital ship battles all the time. I just had to say it because I'm a space porn guy. (laughs) Here we go. Fucking Mace Windu. Fucking Mace Windu, who's a hothead. He's a great fighter, but he's old, but he shouldn't be on the council, in my opinion. This is like the, this is kind of the um, beginning of the end right here. You know, she's already like, oh, really? Like, that's a little weird. Of course it's the beginning of the end, because this is exactly what the Emperor wants, is to put them on the case and then blame it on Ahsoka. I mean, that's, Sammy, we need to say the obvious that people don't realize. The reason Ahsoka's the one to get framed is because the Emperor and his people are the most scared of Ahsoka. They don't try and frame Anakin Skywalker. They try to frame Ahsoka Tano. That's how it's like. It's she's like AOC, man. She's the AOC of of the Jedi. The Republicans are so terrified of AOC. It's hilarious, and those Sithers yeah. are terrified of Ahsoka Tano. Right, this tiny and little girl like, no, no, with no, a big attitude. Yeah, this tiny little non-human, very- you know, foreigner with a big attitude. No, that's a very good point. No, 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 absolutely. I didn't even think about it like that. That they're like, because, like, you think, like, oh, don't you go after the main dude? It's like, nah, nah, nah. It's not him. He's going to be with us. It's her. So, dude, I think one of the things you and I like about The Witcher that we don't get enough, but we also like about The Clone Wars, is the sort of investigatory stuff, right? It's always fun when they're investigating a murder or a heist or something, and Ahsoka's usually involved, whether it's with the librarian, or a stolen lightsaber, or whatever, right? Or the holocron, like, it's always fun when they're investigating. Yeah, absolutely. I'm a, I'm a huge fan of Sherlock Holmes. I've read all those books, and, and I love the... Pro- and I actually like some of the new Sherlock Holmes as well, uh... Benedict Cumberbatch, uh, even the uh, one with the Lucy Liu are pretty good. Uh, but I just like the inspection. I think it builds a very interesting story around mystery and who done it. Like mm-hmm. and, and it's very and so, there's a lot of that in this. Absolutely. So Simi, my biggest problem with these episodes is also my. My only biggest problem with these episodes is also my only biggest problem with uh, the main uh, Battlestar uh, sub-series, Peg- the Pegasus series, which is, in both cases, the world's claim not to have video cameras everywhere, but when they want to frame someone, all of a the sudden they have video cameras. In Battlestar, it was the video of the Sixes when they realized that they were clones. Here, it's the video that's doctored of Ahsoka. It doesn't make sense in the thing. Dune never uses video camera stuff. I'm not saying it was cheap because it's a way to sell it, but I feel like there was a there was a more elegant way maybe to sell. But I guess the whole idea is that it's a smoking gun that's so fake, a smoking gun that they should be skeptical, right? And video is the best way to do that. Yeah, yeah, and I think this is again like. You know, I can get past the cartoon, and it's just a great vehicle to do it in. And Battlestar has a strict series of rules that that when it breaks, it's glaring, whereas Star Wars has zero rules. So you're like, yeah, sure, let's go along with it. Right. I also like uh, new characters and new droids. That's always fun. The amount of aliens and droids, as we've talked about, introduced in the Clone Wars and Rebels is staggering. And so it's, uh, uh, although, again, something the Mandalorian did do right is cool droids in aliens. I'll give it that. 
God, you know, the art of Ahsoka and the way she wears her leku and her two lightsabers as this goes on versus some of the earlier episodes, you just kind of see her maturity and, again, becoming my little sister who now is my older sister. You know, like, like now you've surpassed me and uh, I'm just going to follow you. Like, and she just kind of, like, becomes more baller and baller and baller. And, she, and like... You know, she looks way more womanly now than before she looked like, you know, some of her original snips outfits. She works like she's wearing, like, a bikini. Simi, now she looks like she's, Simi, like, a fucking, like, I know, uh, you know, warrior. I know Padme is the love interest, but he ultimately loves her more than he loves Padme in the same way that Geralt loves Ciri more than he loves Yennefer, right? Well, the way you love your daughter more than your wife or something like that. Yeah, yeah, but no. I don't know. You know I mean, my, I mean? My, like, look, my parents... I don't have a daughter. I don't no, no, no. Dude, my, look, like that, I, don't mind, but, I don't mind talking about it. My parents are divorced. They still get along great, but it's all about the kids, you know? Like, they, they, they always go out of their way to try and make it as not weird for us as possible, even if they... You know what I mean? Like, you're totally right. It's always the kids are going to come first if you're a real human being. And, and she's the kid. But Simi, I love that he's feeling anger and confusion around this. And it never gets directed to Ahsoka. And let's be honest, Simi. Again, I have to say it now. This explanation for him going against the council in episode three based on these events makes so much more sense than what we got with just the prequels. This yeah, explains yeah. completely why he stops trusting Yoda and Mace Windu and is angry at them and everything they're about. It, it, this, these series of episodes. Yeah, I, I really think uh, this sees his, shows his like more compassionate side. And, and compassionate. You know, yeah. how far he goes so soon, you know, like, is, he still was pretty normal at this point. He never you know? thinks it's Ahsoka. I, I, I could be wrong. In these four episodes, I don't think for a, even a second he considers that it's actually Ahsoka. No. He knows her. They have also, like, a real bond. Like, he, he would have, like, known if she had done that. Like, that's the whole underline. You know, By the way, was- Matt Lanter as Anakin, Ashley Eckstein as Ahsoka, D. Bradley Baker as Rex and all the droids, uh, um, James Arnold Taylor as Obi-Wan. They're all coming back for the new series, baby! No, it's going to be great. See, this hologram stuff is great. We don't see this in Star Wars. This is more Tony Stark stuff, but I would be down. Look at her. Look how smart. Simi, one of the things we talked about in one of our earlier podcasts was for all of her powers... The most impressive and almost scary thing about her was the size of her brain. Right. Even if she had no Jedi powers, her brain would be like Princess Leia, you know? In fact, we made the Leia comparison with her, being good at everything. God, I still can't get over her art. I mean, she looks great. In that she outfit. looks the best in every in every episode of all both of the main series. Ahsoka always looks the best. In, in but again, series. I just like was going through. The Look at all this, dude! They're doing a straight up holographic reconstruction, uh, and, and this is like a hol- the holodeck in Star Trek. We never see it, but because of the music and the drama and how cool it looks in our characters, you know, we buy it. And again, this shows, Simi, that they can take more chances on Star Wars visually and so forth, and they're just not doing it. The Mandalorian was example 1A of not taking chances on imagery in Star Wars. 
Yeah, and, and the idea that they're literally doing a, a Watson and Holmes back and forth mm-hmm. uh, is pretty awesome. Also, the droid, the droid buddy, she's Sherlock and he's Holmes. The droid buddy that looks like a mini version of this—that's cute—that uh, hangs on your back the entire time in Jedi Fallen Order is up there with, you know, with K two and and C three PO and R two D two. It's a fan, uh, unbelievable classic Star Wars droid. We love droids. Ah. Droids rights, baby. Droids rights. Droids rights! Droids rights! She sounds great when she... I, I watched that the other day, Solo, again. That's a great movie. Wow, I'm shocked that you rewatched Solo recently. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert. Someone tried to tell me that it wasn't good, so I had to watch it again. That's an A again, Star Wars movie. Wrong. It's an A-minus movie, but Solo is an A Star Wars movie. And Someone I, who likes Star Wars wait, didn't look, like it, and I was like, "What he just said? Sorry, he said, yeah, I don't have Jedi, but I have droids who can do it faster. Get out of our way. That was great. Yeah, he put him in his place. Mm-hmm. By the way, as you know, in Dune, computers are banned, <laughs> which causes lots of problems and actually centralizes powers with certain humans because of lack of computer access. I don't love the art that they do on Yoda. I don't love the, the art that they do in the Clone Wars, but the new one, dude, is a combination of Rebels and Clone Wars that looks so appealing to me. Oh, it does? Oh, shit. Okay. You've seen the trailers. Uh, I guess I didn't notice that much of a difference. Okay. Yeah. No, it looks... It looks it's less angular than this. It's a little bit more rounded, uh, like Rebels. You don't have the, like, Obi-Wan goatee that looks like it could cut through Obsidian. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're like, that could cut through a diamond. Jesus Christ. Right. Here we go. This is it. This is it. This is the beginning of the end. I mean, you said it already, but we keep getting closer to the beginning of the end when it comes to Ahsoka. And, and Simi, the question has to be asked that in terms of storytelling and what leads to episode three, it makes total sense the Jedi Council would irrationally blame Ahsoka. And I'm going to talk about the virgins, by the way, Sammy, the, the, in Kurosan, I always talk about and it's confirmed to be true in canon. I'm going to get back to that. That's working all of them and clouding their minds. But, I mean, is there any part of you we're about to get to it when they immediately blame Ahsoka based on some sketchy footage that they would just immediately blame her and th- that doesn't seem right, you know, or doesn't fit? Yeah, I mean... I guess we'll get seems- there. Oh, there's an early A-Wang design. Or no, this is just a cruiser thing. <laughs> this is their this is their Corvette. This is their vet. This is their 67 vet. Yeah, they're like investigating murder. Dude, this is I think we love what you were saying earlier. We love this these two's portrayal for the same reason we love Kanan, which is that they're Jedi but they're kind of cowboy gunslingers at the same time. Like Kanan is the perfect blend of Obi-Wan and Han Solo, right? Oh, you know what this is actually? This is like this Look is like lethal weapon. You know? Look like, at the way they shoot this right up on the face. Amazing. Look at Ahsoka. Dude, I, I'm telling you, Lu- Lucas dropped major Lucas dollars on season five of Clone Wars, even though the ratings were going down. He wanted it to be an all-time great season of television. And thank you, George Lucas, because I'm pretty sure he spent like $50 million on this season, if I had to guess, just look looking at what's going on. I mean, to me, this, this may is be, more appealing and cool than any Pixar underrated. movie. Sorry, this may be his most underrated masterpiece that he's ever created, to be honest with you. The rest of them are like so gaudy, and they're out there, and like everybody knows fucking Star Wars this and Star Wars that. 
But I think this is, and I, I think I've always said this, this is underappreciated. And I think hopefully with the catapult and the, and the spotlight of Disney Plus and this being the new Star Wars property that's going to come out, I hope, uh, I really hope that it's going uh, to create, create a love for her. Sorry, and, and, her, and, her and, facial and, and hair off. design is yeah, spectacular. Dude. Dude. Yeah, dude, it's fucking Ahsoka Tano. And they Tana. got the P.I., they got the Jessica Jones P.I. music where they're hitting the hi-hat on the drum over and over again. This is great, the investigation. It's literally like a cop show. This yeah. is so And by the way, guys, <laughs> even though Ahsoka looks a little sexy, f- for the record, she's 17, she's way older th- maturity-wise, she needs flexibility for her fighting, and she wants to dress that way. So fuck you. I thought she was a little older than 17 at this, but okay. I don't know, because there's multiple time jumps with the Clone Wars. Here we go. I think she's 17. Goes from 14 to 17. I thought she was a little bit older, but okay. Up oh, here's the Midichlorian stuff, which I'm totally cool with. This type of science, I think, works with Star Wars. I know I'm in the minority when it comes to Midichlorians and nanobites and stuff. I think it works with Star Wars. Uh-oh. Who is this woman? I totally forgot about this character. Well, this is just the beginning. She's clean. Great facial design on that character as well. Um, I mean, Simi, let's be honest. Making a convincing looking 14 to 16 year old girl slash young woman on a show like this, and be realistic, but also be Star Wars, is difficult. And they continually nail it with Ahsoka. It's a bizarre age. Yeah. I mean, we, we talked about this in Harry Potter when they realized that Emma Watson was getting older faster than she should, and they had to figure out what to do with her. Oh my god, this is crazy. Here we how go. she gets away. Yeah. I forgot about a lot of <laughs> the this. The subtitles just say speaks native language. That's great. Leda. She's got the uh, Eponine hat from Les Mis. Love that. For you Take Les Mis fans out there. Take the high road. Yes, master. Yeah. Oh, man. He's so funny. Look at her. That's the thing. These two could totally... Dude, that's the thing, dude. Obi-Wan, Anakin, and Ahsoka almost win the Clone Wars by themselves with the clones. They almost do it, but they can't win the war because it's an unwinnable war. That's the whole point. And, and that's the real point of this, is this isn't just about framing Ahsoka and getting her out of the picture and making Anakin mad. And by the way, dude, this is specifically to drive Anakin to Palpatine, let's be honest, but this is also the culmination of the charade that is the Clone Wars. God, they're so badass. They're just playing like bad cop and bad cop. Oh. Uh-oh. Look at those eyes. Ooh. Bad cop and bad cop, see? I, what has Ahsoka ever done that even an irrational Jedi Council would think she would commit an, a murder for no particular reason? It, it makes zero sense. Uh-oh. She... Did you see that? This is totally what they do in all the Sherlock Holmes. They get her... They corner her. They get her caught. But they don't shake her down like this. This is where they, uh, you know, intimidated her. 
That was yeah. police intimidation. Ahsoka's not opposed to murder and or torture. Let's be honest. Well, she's got a questionable teacher. But I'm, t- but I'm asking you, in all of the Clone Wars, when does Ahsoka do anything that's less than loyal? Never. She's a perfect Jedi. And so the only explanation, Simi, which is in canon, is that when the Jedi beat the Sith and took over Coruscant two or three thousand years ago and built the Jedi Temple on top of the Sith Temple... You know how you know how the Western Wall is built on, on shit, and their shit built on the Western Wall. You know, mm-hmm, it, it's like mm-hmm. that, but it's as if what the Western Wall was built on was like a Sumerian death god from ten thousand years ago or something. You know what I mean? That's essentially what's going on here. They built it on top of a buried death demonic force, and it's working Yoda and Mace Windu. It's the only way to explain it and not make us lose all respect for for Yoda in particular. It's the, it, you have to have the virgins working Yoda, right, Simi? Or else we lose all respect for him. I do. Yeah, I mean, they're doing the best they can. They're not like, it's not like written like in like a book that they're like, this is what's going to happen. No, like, but I'm they, saying, they know something's the fact wrong, that you know? Yoda is immediately on the accusatory side, you have to admit, as a character, when we love Yoda, that the only way to preserve us loving Yoda is for there to be an evil virgins working him in Coruscant. You need an external demon fucking with him, I think, to, to preserve his respectability. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. So we're immediately going to count into Season 5, Episode 18, The Jedi Who Knew Too Much. You ready? All right. All right, people. You ready for we the are You ready, ready for it? And then the seven, and the seven count? Yeah. You ready? Ready? All right, guys. Season 5, Episode 18, The Jedi Who Knew Too Much. Three, two, one, and play. One, two, three, four, five, six. Courage begins by trusting oneself. That's what, that's what we call a platitude, but that's fine. It has a good spirit behind it. A platitude to me is it's seeming like wisdom, but it's just a definition of a word, essentially. That was for the listeners, not for you. Letta Termond. So first it's Letta, and then it's Ahsoka, and we got Asajj Ventress coming in, baby, which is part of the greatness of this. Oh, I'm listening to the <coughs> Count Dooku Asajj Ventress audiobook with the full cast, January Lavoie, Mark Thompson, Jonathan Davis. It's fantastic. It's six hours long. It's about Dooku and, and Asajj's relationship. Asajj yeah, Ventress, who is pretty- the best Star Wars female villain we've gotten, and another character to live action. Simi, do you remember who you and I cast for Asajj Ventress? Do you remember? We cast different people. Spoiler oh, alert, remember. they're both in the Avengers movies. Uh, Wanda. Nope, I cast Karen Gillan, and you cast Scarlett Johansson. Like Ghost in the Shell, Scarlett Johansson. Ah. Oh. That wouldn't be bad, then. I think I did a good job. Yeah, you did a very good job. I just think she looks like Nebula, but Scarlet might have the performance. Here's all the dead. Again, they kill so many more people in the animated show, Sissimi, than in the live action. It's unbelievable. Well, live action, it looks worse. There's going to be tons of death in Siege of Mandalore. Oh, here's Tarkin. Fucking Tarkin. 
Turkin is so scummy that he makes you like Ben Mendelsohn, almost. That's how scummy he is. You almost like Krennic because of how shitty uh, Tarkin treats him. So here's the question, Simi. Is Tarkin fully in on Sidious right now, or is he just at the high level of manipulation but doesn't know about the, um, you know, the Emerald City and Wizard of Oz, etc.? I like how he's, like, fronting. Barris. So, I always remember that Barris spoiler is the Judas, but I forget why it's Barris. She's obviously going to be used, so Simi, let's hone in on that, and don't let me miss it, or at least point to it when we find out if any motive, clear motive for Barris. Well, I think it's more of a motive of a plot motive of, of, uh, you know, we're, if we remember Varys, Varys is the Padawan that oh, of Ahsoka wanted to Luminara. be. She was the ideal Padawan relationship, but then Ahsoka realized that, like, her and is this uh, Anakin's for relationship was dying? unique. Is this, revenge for Lum- is this revenge for Luminara dying? No, I'm just saying writing-wise. Uh, no, it's I know like, writing-wise. like, but, you know... Yeah. I'm just hoping there's a legitimate motive for Barris here. And Simi, as we talked about in a much earlier podcast where we talked about these episodes, we talked about how if this, if Barris was just a normal woman, Ahsoka's great mind reading ability would see through this in a second. But her really strong affection for Barris personally is clouding her, right? If this was an anonymous other Jedi, Ahsoka would see through this right away. She's totally blinded because she really likes Barris. Well, that's the whole point. Like, Varys was the, the, the Jedi-Padawan relationship that she wanted to have, that the standard relationship that she thought she was supposed to have. So when they... I think it's not... I don't think she does it to get back at Ahsoka for any reason. I think she does it because Ahsoka's, like, the perfect target because of their relationship. So she cultivated the relationship to be the spy. You know what I mean? To To... to to, to do that. It wasn't about, like, fuck Ahsoka, I think, in the end. That was a funny little snippy, sarcastic line that where she says, well, I guess I fooled you like everybody else. Um, but this is, yeah, right. this is, oh, like, her, girl, her girlfriend, lingering. as they say. You know, one of her, her girlfriends. Like, she's got Padme, but that's kind of complicated for obvious reasons. Like, Barris is the one other female yeah. that's sort of on her level, right? And so she wants her to be her buddy, and so she can't see through it. Yeah, Padme is definitely, like, a work friend slash... You know, my boss's wife, you know? Oh, here it comes. Here comes the setup. Here comes the setup. Right. We don't even know if if the prisoner is the one to request this or whether it's Tarkin or, or whatever. Did you understand my question earlier, though? Like, does Tarkin know that Palpatine is Sidious in the Sith conspiracy at this point? I mean, the question is, does he ever know? Even when he's commanding the Death Star, does he really know who Emperor Palpatine is? It's an interesting thought. I think uh, I think it doesn't matter, because I think he's a person who thrives on, you know, his success slash goals oh, look are at the same as, as Palpatine and Vader and all of them. So, you know, it doesn't really matter. You know what's great about the Clone Wars is you know that they're not actually going to murder the Jedi during the actual Clone Wars episodes, but the fact that they're almost there all the time it just always has me on edge. You know, 
Especially when it's Cody or like specific ones you know turn out to be murderous. Look how badass. Okay, here it is. Look. Okay, so here's the Battlestar thing. Okay, so they're scanning her. We never see body scans. Who cares? They're already suspicious. Right, so a lot of this is just writing and setting up atmosphere. I understand that, but I, 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 it's almost like Yoda and Mace Windu are looking for an excuse to get rid of Ahsoka. That's how bad it is. I think there's, like, at this point, like, literally, this is, like, what is this? Within the same year of, like, of Order 66. So, like, you know, I think we're at this stage where, like, the the, the yeah, full Nelson that that the dark side has. She um, looks the, just the, like Epidine Miss. Sorry, yeah. Yeah, so I think that it's just, like, getting deeper and deeper and deeper. And it's just, like... You know, Yoda's all manipulated. Like they're just like they're just like puppets at this point. They're just puppets. Like they have no idea how how much they're being used. This is crazy. This, I mean, this is just absolutely crazy. This is also like a big uh, Sherlock Holmes mystery. I forgot. This is why I like this one so much because literally. Uh, this is like the fugitive where he has to like run this away. This is exactly the fugitive. Yeah. This is the right. fugitive because as soon as the wrong person is accused, you're going, okay, what can we do to get them uh, unaccused, right? The whole movie. You're like, we got to get these people off the hook. We know they're innocent. That was the brilliance of the fugitive is we had to know that Harrison Ford was innocent the whole time. Yeah. I was just thinking about the movie the other day, Sammy. God bless you. I didn't kill my wife. I don't care. I don't care. Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah. <laughs> Him unhandcuffing Harrison Ford at the end when they get in the car is just, it, it makes you want to cry. It's a great movie. Great movie, the two of them. Oh, right. So they have the video together. feed and they think Ahsoka's choking. Okay, so who's who's doing the choking? Is it Sidious? Uh, no, it's Ventress, I think. No, Ventress ends up being a good guy. So this is either Barris, it's, it's Barris or Barris, someone that Barris is working for. Oh, it's, no, it's Barris. It's Barris. It's Barris. Barris did the death choke. So, uh, you can't dismember in Jedi Fallen Order, but you can do crazy finishing moves with the lightsabers and the stormtroopers. And Oh, wow. Timing, uh, bl- uh, you can't just hold up your lightsaber and reflect blaster bolts back you have to time it perfectly but you can take them out in one shot if you blast it and the ones who have the riot batons you have to time it well too it's hard it's not an easy game with fighting actually it's they make you work for it with the lightsaber there's like a ton of movies actually like i can't think oh tango and cash like there's just a ton of movies where people like escape fucking jail. tarkin fucking tarkin and like, the, sorry the empire is all about Passing the buck and framing and blaming other people. And that's how you go up the ranks, is by pushing down the shit, right? It, the, sh- the shit's going down the creek or whatever. Like, where did this even come from? Like, this is such a deep cover-up. It's uh, almost like the JFK assassination so or how Donald does, Trump being the fucking president. Look, I know Turkin was a hero of an earlier episode assassination attempt, but how does his accusations here immediately sway the Jedi Council? It makes no sense. 
I mean, that's what I was saying. Like, at this point, like, the dark side is, like, they're just, like, really manipulating the Jedi. The Jedi are just, like, stupid to, like, the, mm-hmm. to like what's happening right now. You know what I love about Tarkin as a bad guy in Rogue One, man? Is that he accuses Krennic of having spies inside. And he ends up being right because of Galen Erso. But what's great and terrible about Tarkin is he would have taken that same tack against Krennic even if there were no spies. He would accuse Krennic of having spies, right? Just to discredit him and take over the Death Star project. I mean, that's what they do. They they take over other people's shit by blaming them for being, you know, conspirators. This is exactly how the Empire functions. And this is the ultimate... Simi, like we've been talking about, starting here with Anakin, this is the ultimate proof that Anakin is not terrible and that he is ultimately swayed by a combination of the Emperor and the Jedi Council. I do anything, Yoda and Mace Windu are more responsible. I do think they've made him darker and darker looking. Like, he looked a little bit more wide-eyed when this uh, series started. And now he... His, the shades under his eyes are growing darker. Yeah, but it's darker. not. But, but it's because he's mad about Ahsoka. I know. They've I been on the front afraid. lines. They've been doing everything. These are the heroes of the war, and they come home, and they're cleaning up the Jedi Council's business, and now this. Oh, God, she's so great. She won't say, and this is, dude, this is a bad move by Ahsoka. I don't know if anything could save her, but trying to escape from prison immediately is not a good move by Ahsoka. Right. Slash, maybe it is the right move so she can get out of there. So, I've I've called Ahsoka not a gray Jedi, because Filoni in particular and others have denied... that they're a gray Jedi or, or reserve it for like the Bendu or something. I've called her a silver Jedi. Um, I don't know what you think of that term at this point, but she's clearly in the middle, but with, with, you know, the sparkling sheen of goodness, which is why I call her silver. And this has to happen. Ahsoka can't save the universe, Simi, without her leaving the Jedi council. Right. And that's why she leaves. So yeah, the question, actually, Simi, sorry, the question character-based in the new uh, season will be, what is her explanation for coming back to fight for the Siege of Mandalore? That's what I'm excited for, which will be early on, which will be, why did you come back, Ahsoka? Well, I mean, she is the one that is just. I mean, she is all that there is. No, I know. Like, I just mean person, personal reason standpoint, personality standpoint. Like, so, like, what inside of you, Ahsoka? Because we could arrest you and throw you in jail again. Why'd you come back? But then all the clones swear felty to her immediately, which is great. Oh, look at this. Oh, you know why? You know oh, why? Baby. Woo! She did because she didn't travel through fire and water and brimstone to brimstone. talk to a working tongue like you. Be still. That's why. She's like Gandalf at this point. She didn't give a fuck. That's why she came back. You know? She's more advanced than Gandalf and will continue to be more advanced than Gandalf. You know what I mean. No, no. I know exactly what you mean. Oh, oh yeah. She's the white wizard. But no, but I'm saying she's more powerful and more morally righteous and centered. Gandalf's never quite sure. What about the White Wizard? He still thinks they're going to lose. I believe you, Ahsoka. Yeah. This is literally that conversation. But no one else will. Oh, this is heartbreaking, Simi. 
this is part of the reason I didn't rewatch it. Is this really makes me? I, I'm honestly like anxious, like physically anxious, and on the edge of my chair already and upset. I know what's gonna happen. I know what's happening, but it, this really makes me upset because Ahsoka is the one. I mean, she's more the one than Neo or Luke Skywalker. She's truly the one, and this is how they treat her. You know, either. Uh... You stay the hero long enough to be the enemy. What's the quote from Batman? Right, you're either the hero, or you either die a hero, or you live long enough to become the the villain or the enemy. Yeah, which I that's a quote I completely don't agree with because people who are truly wise and good actually become better over time. Speaking of which, dude, Donnie Yen as the mentor in Mulan, forget about it. I cannot wait for that. That looks spectacular. Donnie Yen as the mentor. Oh, my God. That does look awesome. But I think the point is that, you know, even, even like, the good old guys, they still, like, you know, retire out. You gotta kill say, those oh, guys yeah, people. you're done. You know what I mean? So, like, retire, maybe not the villain, but retire with no one fucking listening to you. So they make these clone troopers look particularly scary. There's lightning. Oh, look at her. She looks like a gargoyle. This is Batman. Dude, that's Batman. She's doing the Batman gargoyle thing. This is totally Batman. Oh, yes. Dude, I'm telling you, dude, Batman next year is going to be spectacular. Their cast and team is amazing. Batman 2021 is going to blow us away. Okay, here's Ahsoka being amazing again. You know, know what I love about Batman? Ahsoka in season two of Rebels is she does fighting and stuff, but she's mostly training Ezra and Kanan. It, it, it's really beautiful to watch because they don't even realize they're being trained up. Do we know who the... Uh... She becomes the best teacher. On top of everything else, she becomes the best teacher. And Do that was, that was my whole Obi-Wan story, man. Sorry. Was that she technically was going to Obi-Wan for this big important mission, but the whole point of the story was actually it was her getting Obi-Wan's head straight and she had to sort of concoct a mission in order to have time together for that to happen. And so she was educating him and bringing him back on top of everything. Because that's what Ahsoka would do. That is what Ahsoka would do. Is if she is to bring Obi-Wan back, bring him back. And who would Obi-Wan listen to more than Ahsoka Tano? Oh, look at this. Oh, man. I just wish they were white. But who cares? It looks amazing. I can't wait till they do this live action. By the way, dude, on Apple Music and probably on Spotify, you can get the best of Clone Wars season one to six music. It's like 30 tracks. It's spectacular. That's great. Do not shoot to kill. Yeah, dude, this is it. This is the thing. I remember watching this semi for the first time and going, I cannot hate Anakin Skywalker in the prequels as much, nearly as much anymore because of how much he loves her and is being loyal to her. He's the... I know you said he looks angrier and stuff, but he's actually the only clear thinker of everybody in this situation. They're, yeah, they're treating her like the fugitive. Well, that's what's great about Tommy Lee Jones in The Fugitive, though, right? Is there's always a glint in his eye like he thinks it's bullshit. My wife just answered my question. Robert Patterson. Robert Pattinson, yeah. He's going to be amazing as Batman. They released some footage of the costume. It looks awesome. Yeah, a.k.a. Cedric Diggory from Harry Potter, a.k.a. Uh, I mean, Pattinson Wolf looks like Bruce Batman. Wayne. He's had a Bruce Wayne-type life. But who cares? Yeah, That's the thing, I man. I, I, I give Star Wars a hard time when I don't like it, 
and you know, I praise Marvel and DC when I Gosh, like it, but when I see her. this stuff, I'm like, comic books cannot do this sort of thing. This is a Star Wars thing. What's going on right here? Yeah. Look at this. Oh my god. What's great in Fallen Order is you think once you get the double-sided lightsaber, you always want to use it, but they actually make it so it's beneficial to use a single-sided lightsaber in a lot of cases, actually. Oh, man. The problem with Jedi Fallen Order, even though I love my red ginger baby, who's the lead, is that they should have made it Ahsoka, and it's... Sammy, this is... I have to say here... Here she goes. I have to say... Other than Forces of Destiny, one Forces of Destiny comic, and the Ahsoka book, Ahsoka has been in exactly zero other canon other than the cartoons, which is further proof that Filoni and or Eckstein are overly uh, possessive of this character, and why they wouldn't make Ahsoka the lead of Jedi Fallen Order, why they wouldn't put her in one of the Star Wars movies, why they won't put her in the shows when they could print money with this character, there's no other explanation other than the possessiveness of mostly David Filoni, in my opinion. But something's gotta give. I mean, it's gotta be well, for Especially a if the Clone Wars the gets 30 million viewers per episode. Dude, if the Clone Wars gets 30 million viewers per episode, K- Kathleen Kennedy is gonna have to put the smack down on Filoni and be like, we're putting her in Obi-Wan or, or, or Cassian, right? I mean, it, she's. Dude, look, I love Daisy Ridley and Rose is cool. Ahsoka Tano's on another level. She's the most developed female character other than Leia, and maybe more than Leia ever in Star Wars. It's not even close. Oh, gosh, she's so amazing. Here comes the music. But they're blending all the different themes. That's what I love, is they don't always do the straight force theme or the straight duel of the fates. Oh, man, look at this. This is so cool about Coruscant. And about the way they're able to do these graphics. This is Lucas money here, dude. This is three to five mil per episode for 20 minutes. I'm telling you. Ahsoka, what are you doing? He's not mad. He just wants to help her. They won't let me into talking. This is amazing. It's almost like we shouldn't talk during this. How would that look? Does he get mad? Oh, look. His face is getting open, actually. I'm not guilty. Then we have to prove you're innocent. He's on her side, man. That's great. I love it. I don't know who to trust. That's the thing, dude, the best, he's more honest here move. than he is about Padme. When he says to Ahsoka, I would never let anyone hurt you, he's more honest than he is when he says that to Padme. Yeah, take you the fall. That's, oh, that's wow. a, yeah. Trust me. And so it's interesting, Simi, that she's the one that doesn't trust him. Yeah, she's already put uh, the. She's done the calculus, man. Because guess what? She's the mathlete on top. You know, she's put the done the math. She's put it together. Wish me luck. She doesn't want to bring him into it. Oh man, look at those eyes. Oh, look at the concern uh, on Anakin's face, dude. This is God. I forgot how it got to me. Thank you so much. I'm so glad we're doing this before the new series. Oh, my God. I forgot how cinematic this is. Look at this. Look at this. Any oh science fiction show. Can you imagine that anything like this? Like I just said. Like I just said. Oh, man. Here we go. Oh, no. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh. Are you in tears, Biz? You in tears? 
Alright guys, so queue up to Season 5, Episode 19, To Catch a Jedi, which is a funny uh, uh, title, but I think appropriate. Are you ready to count right in, Sim? Alright folks, so queue up Season 5, Episode 19, the second from the last, the penultimate episode, as they would say, Simmy, To Catch a Jedi. This is just getting more and more depressing, and so I have to keep focusing on the fact that I know Ahsoka is going to kick ass in the new series going forward. Because this is all very, very disheartening. And honestly, Simi, more than the billions of people who are killed during the Clone Wars, the overthrow of the Jedi Council by Emperor Palpatine is ultimately what turned the tide. And and that's what's going Mm -hmm. on here. So, guys, Mm -hmm. I'm going to count you in. Simi's going to give you the seven count, and we're going to get going on this. And it's absolutely beautiful and cinematic. I can't believe how gorgeous this looks, but very sad at the same time with that girl Ahsoka. But she's going to be back. So, here we go, Simi, with the countdown. Three, two, one, and go. One. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Never become desperate enough to trust the untrustworthy. No, that's a, that's excellent advice. That's not even wisdom. That's just good advice. I think that's what happens love, when you get debts. Yeah. I was just gonna say. I just love like. Uh, the whole lead-ins with this voice and everything. Like, it, it, it reminds me of, like, old, old cartoons. Where it's like, last time our heroes... Well, of course, this is Tom Kane that does the intros, who does Yoda's voice and a lot of want, voices. I just want to give him a good shout-out again. I mean, if they oh. could do this on not a huge budget in 2012, can imagine with the Disney Plus budget now what they're going to be able to do with 12, 10 episodes, 12 episodes, 13 episodes. Oh, man. So, at this point for me, Simi, on watching it, it becomes a character study about Ahsoka and how she responds. Because everyone is discredited. Plakun's discredited, who's the one who discovered her. Mace Windu's discredited. Yoda's discredited. Anakin's just pissed. So, this actually becomes a character study about Anakin and Ahsoka for me at this point. Look at him. He's so spiteful. He can't believe they don't see what he sees. And this explains Anakin's hatred of the council more than anything in the prequels. And that's the point. And he's totally lying. Oh, why? Yoda, bitch, ass. Hmm? Look at Hmm? Yoda. Oh, man. See, the one thing that's, like, kind of a little weird about this, where there's a little hole in the story, it's like, mm. we know it's able to be manipulated, but, like, the, the cloudy is, you know, the dark side, and the dark side's been so fucking cloudy for so long that it's right up your ass, and it's been manipulating you for years, you know? And it's really, that's what's so cool about this whole thing. You get to watch the actual mastermind of the Emperor. Yeah, Obi-Wan has to be the voice of reason in, in the end of all things, right? And that's, uh, like, my whole story <clears throat> idea with with, uh, with Obi-Wan and Ahsoka. Would it work if, if he was on the side of anti-Ahsoka here? He's just so, like, he's such this, he's the he's ultimate a survivor. He's, he's, he's a righteous soldier of, of goodness and light is Obi-Wan Kenobi. The, the best character, in my opinion, of Star Wars. He's the ultimate survivor, though, you know? 
but he only survives to help others. And that's right. what is and it, something well, else we talked about to me in the past podcast was we think Ahsoka's Anakin's uh, um, Padawan, but they're almost on the same level, and she's really another Padawan of Obi Wan with Anakin, right? And that's what's cool and interesting is she's actually an Obi Wan Padawan. But they're also both more powerful than Obi Wan. So, like, he also learns from his students. You right. know what I mean? So it's definitely yeah. this tri, this triforce of uh, well, like, uh, of relationship. This it's like Chirrut. Does Chirrut have huge force powers? No. Does Chirrut have a huge force brain? Yes. Does Menage a Trois in French actually emphasize sex, or does it just mean threesome? It means a zoo of three. A menage is a zoo, or, or something like that. Right, so it's actually not... A, that's what I was thinking, that it's actually not a bad... Like, it's not sexual in what oh, I... Oh, no, it mean. totally is. It's like three people animal sex, is what it's saying. Oh, it is? Oh. Menage a Trois, zoo of three. And what do you think they're doing is zoo of three? A menage is three, though, I think. No, menage is zoo, Trois is three. Oh, thank you. I'm going to Paris on Monday, or Friday, so... George Costanza, this is like discovering plutonium by accident! I can't... I'm not an orgy guy, I gotta get orgy robes, I gotta get orgy clothes. I need need at least 12 condoms. Jerry's like, I couldn't do it and neither could you, and George is like, I know... Another is that a Lasat? Oh, she's buying clothes. By the Struggle. way, I'm banging the drum as always. Zeb oh. totally underused in Rebels. I want to see more. By the way, That's the for master, That's the dead, the dead master of your Jedi character in Fallen Order is a Lasat, who's very cool. So that's that's awesome. That's Batman Begins. What's this for? Your coat. Everything is Batman Begins. I love Batman Begins. I mean, John Favreau openly admitted that he copied it when he did Iron Man in 2008. He's copying it right now. I know. Favreau's overrated, man. As a director, he's a hilarious dude. Look at her and her little... Dude, that's so anime. Her fox... Her little fox ears there. You always see the cute girl with the fox ears. and the, The cat ears in anime. I love it. I love it. That's what I think looks cool about the new series is, yes, it's Rebels, and yes, it's Clone Wars, but it's also a little high-end anime, which is great. Uh Uh-oh. Look at her little fox ears. They're so cute. Yeah, look at her other fucking Jedi throw. The rogue Jedi. But yeah, dude, if you're designing Jedi Fallen Order, and it's exactly the period when Ahsoka would be doing those things, then explain to me why Ahsoka's not your main character when Lucasfilm is giving you permission to do everything else. It's because they're possessive of her, and they don't want her used in other properties. And and maybe that's the right decision. Maybe she should only be in the animated series. I don't know. Oh, man, kicking ass. Well, that was always my fear, that original fear of her becoming in a live-action by the way, was, I love uh, in Star Wars that the know, pub- public, trans- public transportation in Star Wars always feels like public transportation, which is great. It's like a long, boring ride with shitty seats. I mean, you know she's not going to get caught because she's Ahsoka. That's why it makes it a character study for me, which I like. I guess is what I was saying, Simi. Right. I know she's going to not die. 
Oh, she loves the babies. Oh, shit. This is crazy, too, if you think about it. The big difference between her and Siri is she uh, Ahsoka has the Rey heart, where she would never truly do anything horrible to someone unless they're really evil. Whereas Siri, as you've seen, sometimes does horrible things to people who are maybe not so horrible some, because of her stuff. This is hilarious. <laughs> He's like, let me just hit this. On my game. I got this. Yep. She's using a lot of uh, modern lingo in these episodes, but Ahsoka is the one to do it. Oh, my God. Look at that jump. And she does the hero landing with the bent knee. Oh, yeah. Uh. Fuck, here's up. Let's get out of here. But, Simi, you, you, do, you see the Star Wars influence on The Witcher, right? And why I love it so much because of the Star Wars influence more than a lot of fantasy. Okay, so Plo Koon is the one yeah, who discovered... I mean, sorry, yeah, yeah, hold on, yeah, hold on, yeah, hold on, hold on. Yeah, yeah, so Plo Koon is the one who supposedly discovered Ahsoka. So even more than Yoda and Mace Windu, he should be skeptical about this whole situation. Plo Koon, you fucking asshole, you deserve to get murdered. Easy. Easy. In fact, Yoda deserved to get murdered, and that's why he feels so guilty, because he, he should have yeah, gone. Yeah. Yoda has survivor's remorse. That's why he became a hermit. Yep. He should also have failure's remorse or whatever it's called. Failure! Yes! Failure! That's why I love Yoda in The Last Jedi, because... Oh, here we go. Dude. Having a Saj in this role, after everything... Oh, so good. What about Parky po- Parker Posey? I see Scarlett Johansson, actually. I-, I do. I can see it. I can see... Yeah. From I can Huntress? see... Uh, you know who else I could see is Cara Delevingne. I said Scarlett Johansson, right? Yeah, but her, but the sort of asexual, uh, androgynous nature of Asajj, I think Cara Delevingne would be perfect for. You know who I'm talking about. And we both want Rosario Dawson. Ahsoka? Well, yeah, except Rosario posted about it for five days straight, and then Ashley Eckstein posted a super passive-aggressive one, and then Rosario stopped. And so... Oh, I don't think we're getting... Her. I don't think I we're like getting live-action Ahsoka. Really... I, and I'm, look, this isn't a wrong prediction, but when I said we're getting Ahsoka sooner rather than later live-action, I think I need to correct that to later rather than sooner, unfortunately. Cause, just because of politics. At least I can dream. Well, if Kathleen Kennedy is truly in charge, then she has to tell Dave Filoni to get the fucking line, and we love you, Ashley Eckstein, but get out of the way. It's time for another Ahsoka. That's how it works, dude. That's how it always works. And it's not like she, they can't parade both properties around. And you know? fucking Ashley Eckstein's making literally tens of millions of dollars through fashion because of Disney properties with right. her universe. So I don't want to hear her bitching about not right. getting her way with Ahsoka, which I'm not saying she is, but also, I don't like, want to hear no her offense. bitching. Does she, does she, I mean, I really like her in the And Dave Filoni is getting, and Dave Filoni is getting to direct and write Mandalorian and he's going to get to do a movie. So I don't want to hear Dave Filoni bitch about Ahsoka either. I don't care that it's his baby. It's owned by Lucasfilm. It belongs to us and and it belongs to them. And Kathleen Kennedy, get your house in order and get us fucking Ahsoka in live action. That's it. End of story. No excuses. 
Yeah. Like, why don't we get a trilogy right now about that? Like, Tano? Oh, man. I'm getting chills just thinking about it. You get to fight Inquisitors in the Jedi Fallen Order. It's awesome. Oh, man. This is great because Anakin is now acting like he's on their side in the search for capturing Ahsoka, but his own motive is really to save her. God, what if they just did instead of like a live action Lux. Clone Wars, they just look call at these it looks. Tano. You could do a supercut just of the interactions of these two in, the, in these four episodes. I mean, you could do a whole like ten minutes on, or five minutes on. Uh, Plone, Kuhn, uh, the, 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 how they, uh, mm-hmm. um, how he found her and all that. That so, could be like a separate thing. Oh, man. That'd what's be cool about Coruscant in the prequels, and we see way more here, dude, is that George Lucas is stealing straight from Blade Runner. Um, it feels exactly like Blade Runner. Um, oh, I just saw Blade Runner the other day. I hadn't seen it all the way in its entirety. The original or 2049? Original. Yeah. Um, but sometimes I wish Lucas would admit his influences more, like stealing from Dune with the Desert Messiah and the twin children, boy, girl, etc., etc., etc. He clearly steals from Dune. He never talks about it. I, I never like that. I prefer directors, like, you know, even if they're highfalutin directors, like Tarantino or Paul Thomas Anderson they're very, or Aronofsky, they're very open about who their influences are. I'm not sure why Lucas is so insecure. But Lucas is also insecure about talking about fucking up parts of the prequels to me, so who knows. You know. If I was Lucas, I'd go on Ellen or Oprah or The View or whatever and be like, I fucked up, I fucked up, I know it, I, I fucked up, I tried too hard, and I fucked up. That's what I would do. Yeah, good luck with that. This bitch. Barris. Fucking Judas. Oh, you bitch. You bitch. And remember, dude, Luminara was the one in the when they were stuck in the hole. Who's like, well, I guess we're destined to die, so let's just stay here and do nothing. And then it can just be like, are you crazy? We're not staying in here and doing nothing. Ferris. <laughs> so you know, Ventress was emotionally again, dude, very Witcher. Osage was experimented on and very emotionally abused by. Uh, Count Dooku, but she also had a master who was supposedly a good guy, Quinlan Voss, who turned into a romantic interest and, and uh, ended up being a uh, rogue Jedi and not a very good guy. And their romantic situation ended up fucking her up even more. So she got emotionally and physically disturbed by two different men in two different ways. Did Asajj Ventress? Oh man, this, this is, is not going to happen. She gets caught with Ventress. I love Ahsoka suddenly not going to kill. I guess she loves the droids. But one of my biggest points about Ahsoka... uh, Here it goes. Dentress, don't. She's going to have to. One of my biggest points for Ahsoka, dude, is Ahsoka is merciless when killing. Oh, Ventress isn't killing. Oh, interesting. No, No, she, she agrees. Oh man, what a great sub story. You literally, dude, we could do an entire series with Ventress and Ahsoka 
post uh, this. I, maybe that's an idea, actually, for a, another Ahsoka series post all of this, is her and Ventress having adventures, Ventress being a dark silver Jedi, right, and uh, Ahsoka being a light silver Jedi. Didn't kill one. the new. Wow. Yeah, they are badass together. Oh my god, but that sounds Where's so Padme, bad. by the yeah. way? Oh wait, we're gonna see her take Ahsoka's defense, I believe, coming up. I'm sorry if I'm yelling, guys. I'm having trouble hearing, uh, and, um, uh, I'm listening to this rather loud because of how great Epic it is. So send me and, and the people out there, I apologize if, if I'm yelling. I'm trying and to- I apo- My wife told me I was yelling too, and I told her that I can't control the volume of my voice! Here's Ventress. Don't forget, you have to speak on my behalf now. Yeah, I love this, because it seems like Ventress is doing her a favor to get a favor, but she's doing it because she likes Ahsoka, man. They, everyone lo- It's a thing. It's 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 like Wait. with Rey and Siri. People just have a sense. They want to help these people. Sorry, did she just give her one of her lightsabers, or how did that just work? She had already given her one of them. Now she has them both back, I believe. She has both of her own lightsabers right now? Yeah, she got Ahsoka's lightsabers back because she's fucking Asajj Ventress. So was this all like her plan to try to get a new ally? I forget. Oh shit, what happens to Ventress here? Look at her face. Uh-oh. Uh, do they kill... Please tell them kill Ventress. Oh no. Is this the Barris reveal? This is the Barris reveal. Oh, it's a loth cat. <laughs> They've flown a... Oh, no. Uh-oh. Oh, I thought that was just a stinger. Oh, no. Oh, no, this is Barris. And boom. Yeah. Wow. So, dude, is there any other proof that the good can be bad and the bad can be good other than Barris is the bad guy and Ventress is the good guy, right? I mean, it's almost too obvious, but because of the character portrayals, it sells great. Oh, man. I wonder... I, oh, right, I remember. I mean, so, the idea that Ventress yeah. like would then like go after uh, Ahsoka would be crazy. So, guys, the first few Clone Wars series that Simi and I did actually don't have a lot of Ahsoka, and... There were numerous parts in both of those, Simi, where we were com- very much complaining about not having Ahsoka. It doesn't feel like true Clone Wars without Ahsoka, even if it's just her in the library or trying to get her lightsaber back, you know? And I think that's what was so key was everyone thought it was going to be about Anakin and Obi-Wan, but it ended up being about Ahsoka, and people loved it. This is a crazy scene. Oh, man, totally turns on her. So, no, I think she only has the one lightsaber right now. I guess that's what she buries at the beginning of the book. Oh, she thinks it's Ventress. She's so blinded. Dude, this is so interesting about Ahsoka, which is almost nothing. There's only two things that could blind her. It's Anakin and, like, maybe a couple of her close friends, like Padme or Barris. she's blinded by. She should totally see through this charade. The charade, as they say. Yeah. Yeah. What a great series, though. This is amazing. 
I mean, we often talk about how these four or five episode arcs could be movies. This is really a movie. I mean, this is the closing movie of the Clone Wars. Oh, yeah. I mean, I it's mean, incredible. They, they have a much bigger task even than I thought with the new Clone Wars after this. Holy shit. I forget how good these are. And they got better and better and better and better. You know, like all the, all the money, all the ideas. Yeah. Maul, Satine, the baby Jedi. I mean, look, dude, the whole season is Maul and Satine and the baby Jedi's in this. That's the season. It's all gold. I mean, wow. 13, 15. Yeah, they had no idea what they were doing, and they had no idea what they had, and look what they I, I love these Terminator hunter killers they've got. It's great. I remember being shocked at the reveal of Barris. I, I knew it wasn't Ventress the first time I watched it, but I was shocked that it was Barris. Because look at the rage. Yeah, why is she so mad at her? I don't know. I th- it must be Luminara. I don't know. Or maybe she's just mind-controlled by, uh, by Sidious. Who, dude, now we know... Look, if nothing else, we know Sidious mind-controlled uh, Snoke, who mind-controlled Kylo Ren. So that's pretty badass. Yeah, there's a lot going on. By the way, guys, for the record, Simi loved the kiss between Kylo Ren and Rey in the movie. <laughs> I warned you. 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 Oh, shit. They got her. Fucking savages. Look how sad he is. This is the thing, Simi. In the prequels, you hate Anakin for turning against the council. But then you watch this, and you hate the council way more. Right, that they would just turn on their own instead of, like, defending it to, like... That Anakin and Ahsoka are specifically the ones they should be going to bath for, not the other way around. And I guess that's why they have Plo Koon here, because he was the one that discovered her. I don't know. Right, like, he's supposed to... Still doesn't the, uh, the, the, the red-headed Jedi right. Fallen Order is saved by his Lasat master almost exactly the way Depopalaba saves Kanan uh, in, in that particular story. This is fucked up. And dude, in a weird way, this saves Ahsoka, right? Even though she comes back for Siege of Mandalore, her leaving now, at, at the end of all this, actually saves her life. Alright, guys, well... We are going to do this final episode, Season 5, Episode 20, The Wrong Jedi. Simi, it's been great as always. Guys, we did such a long introduction, it's a separate podcast, and then we did another pretty long introduction to this one. So we are just going to send you our love and strong force wishes at, at the end uh, of all this. Yeah, a little bit of that, a little bit of Saw Gerrera, perhaps, and... But, Simi, also it's because I know I'm going to have you on at least a couple times during this whole Clone Wars stuff. And I just can't wait to share with you. Now, they usually release them pretty close to midnight or or pushing 3 a.m. Uh, in terms of Western midnight. Um, uh, wh- when are you going to be watching the episodes to make sure I don't spoil anything for you? And then we're going to count people in and enjoy this last episode. So I'm going to Paris on uh, okay. Friday. So I think I may miss it until I get back. But as soon as I get back, I'm probably back. How long out are you gone episode. for? 
just a week. Uh, we're oh. going to Paris and Amsterdam for uh, eight days, nine awesome. days. Cool. Well, you'll come back and you'll see the two episodes, and then you'll come on and we'll talk about it. Uh, yeah, it'll be fucking. Great. Maybe we'll maybe we'll comment. Maybe after I watch them, then we'll like do. Uh, we'll we'll comment. I mean, them. dude, I honestly maybe it's the property, but the fact that I did the Witcher commentaries almost immediately and released them almost immediately. Uh, honestly, are only rivaled by my Jessica Jones commentaries, which are like legendary. How well my Jessica Jones commentaries did, uh, right. which your commentaries did amazingly. So if you want to do, if the shows are good enough and you want to do commentaries on the new ones, then I say fuck yeah, let's do it. Every two weeks, we'll do two episodes or something like that. Yeah, man, let's do it. All right, guys, episode five or season five, episode twenty, the wrong Jedi, Star Wars, the Clone Wars. Very sad. Our girl Ahsoka walks away at the end, but we know Jesus. she rises and becomes stronger um, from all of this, uh, like the Phoenix, um, uh, and uh, yeah, like the lion cub that she is, um, and yeah. Um, so Simi, thank you again for all this. This has been amazing. I was worried we wouldn't get to these before. And I am going to have to work my ass off tonight and tomorrow to get all this out. But you know what? It's worth it because we've been building towards this the whole time. So thank you. Thank you. Thank Allah. you. Allah. All right, guys. Here we go. We've had no problem so far. Inshallah. Episode, season 5, episode 20. Simi, in 3, 2, 1, go. 1, 2, 3, 4. Five, six, seven, eight. Never give up hope, no matter. That's a good one, too. Ahsoka Tano captured. These intros are great, especially because you you don't, especially with the space battle one, Semi, you don't realize that you're jumping into the present almost immediately after this guy's talking. You're not sure he's done, and all of a sudden you've got a space battle in the quote-unquote present. Yeah. I mean, this whole thing, you kind of think like it's lost, and so what's really fun is like to do the switcheroo of the detective. So like, so now... Uh, now Anakin needs to pick up where uh, Ahsoka left off on the trail to prove her innocence. So my only problem with these episodes, and this is it's just a structural thing, is that I f- hate the, the council as much as I do in episodes two and three. You know, we start with Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan in episode one kicking ass and the Jedi being the big galactic good guys, and almost immediately they're bad guys. You know, and here they are being bad guys again. By the way, yeah, Simi, it is a little weird. One thing I've mentioned a lot is how Obi Wan, because he's always on missions, both in the Clone Wars and in the prequels, he's always on missions away from Coruscant. He's less affected, but there has to be something strongly emotional and mental with Obi Wan too that he's not affected, right? Because we see him there sitting in the council, being already more rational than these supposedly old wise guys. Yeah, I, I I think uh I think there's something to the just like again with any influence of government that just like, oh, this is how it is. This is what we found, like blah blah blah. There's like 
there's no like, well, what about our track record? Well, what about where, like, you know, let's let's look at a few things, you know? Let's talk about the politics, because here they're completely giving in to the Senate. Mace just said it. Right. But then in episode three, they buck authority, or try and buck authority, as Palpatine tries to use Anakin against the council, and the council tries to use Anakin against Palpatine, right? And so... <laughs> It's not that this is not continuous or contiguous, but it's a little glaring how weak the council is here. They're just wrong and bad in the prequels. Here they're just weak. Yeah, they they don't like they don't I love see, this. Like, and Anakin's still yeah, this is still the one-armed man thing. Anakin is still like you're innocent. How do we get out of this? Yeah, she's like you're the only one that can like set me free, you know. Got to go prove my innocence. Did we get wow, a Barris motive yet? Do we totally miss the Barris motive? No, he hasn't figured it out yet. I'm gonna look it up. No, he's gonna go back and figure it out right now. By the way, Witcher fans, do not, do not. Uh, Wiki Vilgefortz. I know I've been talking about him, but if you want to enjoy the series, do not Wiki Vilgefortz. Look how fucking gladiatory this is. Yeah. It's creepy. Right. Someone used the force against me. We had a mutual understanding. Interesting. This is creepy. The whole thing is like perfectly planned. So Barris was in Legends as well as Canon here, which is interesting. Yeah. So she orchestrated the bombing as a means to foment further distrust of the Jedi, who she didn't like. She allowed Tano, despite her friendship, to be framed for orchestrating the bombing, ultimately confessed after being confronted by Anakin Skywalker, which I guess we're going to say. Uh, okay, so she was corrupted by the dark side. She, she had to be. It's the only way that makes sense. He's right there. Yeah, she's a classic anti-war character, but that went too far, actually. Mm, here he goes. You're not going to like Anakin when he's angry. I love the Jedi guards with their yellow light staff things. Yeah. Dude, that's maybe one of the best episodes of Rebels is when Kanan is, uh, go, it meets the weird version of the Grand Inquisitor and the Temple Guards on his way to becoming a Jedi Knight. I love that episode. I like how they Here she is, Natalie Portman. I mean, Cat uh, uh, Tabor. But I'm so glad they come together. The funny thing is, Cat Tabor is actually very sexy in real life. I mean, Natalie Portman's gorgeous, but Cat Tabor's voice is actually more sexy than Natalie Portman's voice. 
it's such bullshit. Like she's so, oh man, it's so hard to do these commentators. I love that Anakin brings in Padme though, because it's, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. he knows personally that she'll trust. This isn't like the defense lawyer who has to lie to himself to defend the murder. Like she he knows Padme is going to believe that she's innocent. Not only that, that like, it's like another person to lean on that. Like I'm here for you. I mean, she's in jail. You know what I mean? For murder. Like it's and by the up. way, I just want to give advanced props to Matt Lanter because even though he was already becoming a film and TV star in the original Clone Wars, he's very established on live action screen now. And for him to continue being such a huge cheerleader of the Clone Wars, but doing all the Anakin and loving all the Anakin that he does, I just got to give him credit. So uh, everybody who's coming back for the Clone Wars, thank you. But specifically Matt Lanter. Who's the one guy who could have been like, eh, my schedule's a little busy. I have my own TV show and Pitch Perfect movies to do. You know what's so funny? Like, I mean, not to be whatever. Like, Not to be whatever? That's the most unsimmy thing you've ever said. Go ahead. I was about to be just be really, really critical of the show and complimentary. I mean, like, these episodes are so much better than the first few episodes. But the first few episodes are just so much, so necessary for... For canon and you know and 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 backbone of it, but like the art to the storyline to the darkness, like this fight is going to be fucking awesome. Like this, this is amazing. This whole thing is amazing. It's but the you fact know, that you're, Ventress you're, ends you're up dark. not being a dark side Sith after everything, it should make no sense. But they sell it through performance. And so, I mean, if there's one cliche of the Bizzle cast that I completely believe in when it comes to epic television or film is if it's sold through performance, then I'm in, I'm buying it. I love this, that she doesn't have her lightsabers. Do Scarlett is- Johansson and Zoe Saldana strike me as assassins in real life? No, but it's sold through performance and I love it. Right, Scarlett Johansson would be great in this character. Yeah, you're you're right. That makes more sense with Scarlet than uh, than um, uh, than Karen Gillan. But she would have to shave her head, which she actually does often because she wears wigs. She could do it. Scarlet, yeah. Actually, Asajj has uh, the Natalie Portman cheekbones, but they could never do that. No, Natalie needs to stay her character. So Asajj in the audiobook, man, is almost a little golemy in, in talking to herself and having, like, another side to her and stuff. Oh, there it is. You saw it right there. That was a golem look right there. Oh, She's also here come the walkers. Those, six foot, those six-legged walkers are straight from fucking Ghost in the Shell, Genlock, anime. I love it. I love it. I love it. Also, can we go back to that flag real quick? It was very, like, Nazi-ish. It was all red on the outside. And you notice how all like, the clone troopers like suddenly looks, are like red instead of blue? Where, you know, yeah, Rex's guys are always blue. Flag. Yep. This shit isn't. This shit's rotten in Denmark, motherfuckers. Something's wrong. Look at this fucking crack. Oh, this guy. You Jedi this fucking open your guy. Eyes. Something's wrong. This doesn't look right. Look at it. Look at it. It looks wrong. God damn it. It looks evil. Uh, Sammy, I have to say it once. I'm going to say it. The Clone Wars was a corrective for all of the problems and things that went wrong in the prequels, and they nailed it. But to think that this isn't a corrective for things that went wrong in the prequels is foolish. 
Ah, oh, fucking Emperor Guards, yeah. Look at the Emperor Guards. There's Mon Mothma. Oh, we just missed Mon Mothma. Oh, I think we saw Jimmy Smith and Mon Mothma. Ah, oh, shit. Yeah, Jimmy Smith is in there. Fucking Tarkin. Fucking, oh, fucking Tarkin. Right. This is why I like Krennic in Rogue One, man. Despite everything, it's because Tarkin's fucking with him the whole time. At least Vader uh, is honest with Krennic. You know what I mean? Tarkin is just manipulating, manipulating, manipulating. Do you know who'd be a great Krennic? Like a new Krennic, someone that doesn't look like him, but just would be a great character. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix. Like young, well, that would be great. Is the catalyst story of young Galen Erso? That's another Jin Erso story, man. Is young Galen yeah, Erso, young Lyra, and young Krennic? You know, during the Clone Wars, yeah, right, with Baby Jin, Baby Jin. Oh my God, Felicity Jones is still my favorite, guys. By the way, so just in case there's any dispute with all the postings, Yennefer, Siri, Ahsoka, blah blah blah. To kill me. Felicity Jones, still my favorite, it will always be, and, and there's no two ways about it. Mm. I love how they're piecing it together. Uh, Barris. Oh, shit. I was going to say, I I call the Saz Ventures the best villain in Star Wars, but she's straight up a good guy at this point. Search yourself. You know it to be true. So this is the thing that happens, guys, in The Witcher, is the male sorcerers never become good, but sometimes the bad female sorceresses move towards the good side a little bit. And that's what's going on with Barriss here. Don't you love... Stall, motherfucker, stall! I love Natalie's headgear. Sorry, I love Padme's headgear here. This is... If I was designing a character and it's like a sci-fi game... I would totally get something like that. It's also like a, a hint to uh, homage to uh, Princess Leia. Wait, are you saying there's connections between Padme and her daughter, Princess Leia? <laughs> right. Which nobody right. talks about is another problem. We don't hear about Padme's children. They're always Anakin's children. But also, you know, chicken or egg things, you know what I mean? I would love an entire book of Padme in heaven looking down on the events of episodes three and four and commenting on them in almost a Terry Pratchett-esque way. It would never happen. You know what the more fucked up thing is? This is is Blade Runner right here, by the way. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. Sorry, the more fucked up thing is that, like, they're not just, like, allowing, like, a really proper inquiry considering her status and, like, her war, you know, record. You know what I mean? They're like, this thing is happening, like, in a flash. You know what I mean? Like, I know she ran, but she ran because she's innocent, and she's like, what the fuck's going on? This is fucked up. And she's like, you know, I don't know who to trust. You know? So they, but, like, they, they, like, you know, they need to at least, like, give her due process. Like, there needs to be, like, a proper investigation. So, like, like, that at least is what the Jedi should be thinking. But instead, they're just like, oh, yeah, these are just the facts. Like, like, that's just not even the way real court works. Like, at least re- real court, like, there's appeals, it's slow, and, you know... And yeah, Anakin's biggest mistake to, was actually... Anakin's biggest mistake, Simi, was not bringing in Padme earlier, I think. I don't know if she could have done anything, but 
and it's not his fault, but it, it would have been maybe a little helpful to bring in Padme earlier. But again, he he's trying to keep his, you know, the, the universe is separate or whatever they say. You know what I mean? And, you know, it's tough. Right. Sometimes understanding... This is pretty awesome. Uh, there we go. She stole the lightsabers. The Judas is revealed, people. This oh, makes wait, Anakin no. look so wise, man. That's the thing. Is like the criticism would be, okay, this. There, how can this Anakin become middle of Episode Three? Anakin, you know, it seems impossible. But my side of this is this explains why he hates and distrusts the Jedi Council way more than anything we saw in Episode Two or Episode Three having to do with Padme. Right? I mean, this is right. it. This is amazing. This and what's is, great is Anakin is completely at odds with Palpatine here and ends up becoming his stool pigeon, you know, a, a, a half an episode of Star Wars from here. To steal something from uh, Marvel when, when Ant-Man's like, you guys didn't know those guys were the bad guys? Yeah, we didn't know at that time when they're talking about uh, Hydra. And they're like, yeah, we just didn't know at the time. He's like, really? Look at them. Those guys literally look like the bad guys. It's My like favorite the same thing right here. It's like everybody look around. Like the government is oh, the bad guys. Like we literally look like a handmaiden's tale. Well, that's like, why I love that. Ant- that's despite his criminal record, Ant Man always sides with Captain America. My favorite line is when he steals the shield back from Spider Man and goes, "I believe this belongs to you, Captain America." <laughs> not like not. That's America's ass. That's America's ass. Oh, I love Chris Evans. I already miss him. By the way, dude, WandaVision has been fast-tracked. I told you they were most excited about Wanda, and they're fast-tracking both Doctor Strange and WandaVision. I told you. Oh, oh, dude, these are some of the kids that are in the um, the Kanan uh, comic, actually. Because he's not a full youngling, or else he wouldn't have gotten murdered by Anakin as Kanan. He's like 13 or something when the order comes down. So, yeah, so Barris, dude, Barris is burned by Luminara dying, and then she becomes anti-war, anti-council, but then she becomes uh, affected by the dark side. She's a tool of Palpatine. And whether that makes her more complicated or less complicated, guys, understand she's a tool of Palpatine. Is he going to kill her? Yeah, this is the time. Oh, oh with Ahsoka on the TV screen. Now he's got to run. Now he's got to run. Come on, come on, come on. Get, get there. Go get there. Oh, my you God. You notice how the TV screen is like, oh, this fucking guy. Uh, Emperor. Yeah, I mean, it's way too sharp chin and nose for the Emperor, but I appreciate what they're doing. It's balanced out by the roundness and realness of Ahsoka's face. And by the way, they overly do the sharpness of of Padme's face. Natalie has uh, has high cheekbones, but is uh, no, actually no. They they do it right here. They give her some blush and they get sort of a rounded face with high cheekbones. I take it back. They they do it well with Padme. Wow. God, this whole ending. This is guy amazing. looks just like young Tarkin, dude. That guy looks just like young Tarkin. They do such a good job. I mean, it is cartoons, so they can draw whatever the fuck they want, but still. Those look like Battlestar Galactica screens, the way they're, like, clipped, cut weirdly. 
Here we go. Here's the speech. The Jedi are the ones responsible for this war. They've lost their way. Right. This is the justification, but... Uh, and it's she, funny that... Her speech may not be wrong, but her means is. Yeah, exactly. It, it's the it's the anti-Vietnam protesters that threw stuff at the veterans when they came back from the war. Right, but she tried to... She killed people and stuff. She killed the. You bunch heard of, of the uh, Seattle Seven? That was me and uh, six other guys. <laughs> <laughs> was it the Seattle Seven? Bowling the occasional said? acid flashback. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's the Port Huron Seven. The Port Huron statement. Yeah, that was me and six other guys. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, I've been keeping my mind limber with a strict regimen. Uh, oh, so here, here they let her go. This I like, Simi. Sorry. At the end of all things here, I like this. I like that they're like, look, we kind of don't believe this, but we do have no control, and we're just going to let you go, but you have to leave. It's your choice. This is horrible, though, but they fucked up. Right, they want to promote her, Simi. Now they want to give her a fucking promotion after all right. of that. And she gives them a double fucking middle finger fuck you, which I love. This was the best decision for the end uh, of the series. I'm just a Jedi, then I don't really need it. She tells them to go fuck off right here. I'm asking you oh, back. Even for Anakin... Her, in terms of platonic slash teacher, true love, not going to do it. Oh, man. Not going to do it. This is the post-mortis, Ahsoka, which is another conversation we need to have. He starts... No. Thanks, but no thanks. Anakin, I love you. This is, dude, this is office space. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. No, this is, this is, this is. always love Simi, this is, fuck you, fuck you, you're cool, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. This is exactly what this is. Who's next? Like, the you're cool is Anakin and everyone else is fuck you. What a brave move for a 17 year old. Jesus Christ. Yoda, Yoda, you, Yoda you just can't help fucking up, Yoda. You can't help fucking up over and over again, you fucking little green piece of shit. You can't help this fucking up. That will be for this, us. <laughs> oh, do you, bitch? Oh, do you, bitch? I need to talk to you. I love they don't make this romantic. I, 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 sir. I, sir. Sammy, okay, so the final question as we go out. She's going to blame this on the council not trusting her and, you know, just the weird atmosphere, and she's right about all that. But I believe she's already experiencing and feeling a greater destiny and fate for herself that Mm. can't be restrained or controlled by the the Jedi Council. And this is the perfect excuse to go out. I'm not saying that she wants this, but I do think there's a little uh, Siri elder blood prophecy thing in her brain going on right now. Because ah, we like, see it happen almost immediately in the Ahsoka book and then in the years intervening. Yeah, she's like, yeah, I don't know if I'm supposed to be doing this all with y'all. 
And also, if you've made her a Jedi, then she's just a Jedi. You What's great I mean? about the Ahsoka book, dude, is you can boil down the Ahsoka book to I'm hiding, I'm hiding, I'm hiding. Okay, it's an Inquisitor. I murdered you. I stole your lightsaber. Now I'm Ahsoka again. That's basically the Ahsoka book, right? I'm hiding, I'm hiding, I'm hiding. Kill the Inquisitor. Steal his lightsaber. It's great. It's great. I love it. It's pretty cool. It's awesome. There she goes. There she goes. Our hero. Our hero. Oh, Simmy. Oh, Simmy. I gotta get, I gotta get working immediately on these edits to get it out. Any final thoughts? And we're gonna get in less than 48 hours the new. When do you leave for Paris? Uh, Friday. Oh, so you're gonna get to see the first episode. Okay, so text me after you see the first episode. Uh, hopefully I'll have, uh, Netflix on the plane, actually. That'd be great. Right, but you know how some of this Disney stuff works overseas, like different, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Who knows? Um, but you'll definitely see the first episode because it's Thursday. It'll be available all Thursday. So de- oh, thank- we'll see it. Yeah, so we'll definitely it. download it to your phone or iPad or whatever. But thank you so much for doing this. I can't wait to release this. Honestly, Simi, I might try and get the commentaries out first because it's longer and just to get it out. Um, but they will both be out before the the new episodes. But I cannot wait. And I, 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 I'm, I'm so thrilled to have done done this with you. So thank you. Later, Thank brother. you so much, Bizzlecast listeners. Thank you, Simmy. It's been a great run here. Can't wait for the Clone Wars. May the Force be with you. But for now, the Bizzlecast is out.